Hello, this is Diana Olenik and I'm the host of the Alchemia Success Show. As always, I'm with another incredible and amazing woman. Today, joining me in the show is Christelle Viga. She is a former corporate executive, radio and TV host, and she turned her life into a transformational coach expert. She became a speaker and a published writer. I'm so impressed and so honored to have Christelle here today with me. It's a big honor and I just can say thank you very much, Christelle, for giving me this opportunity. And let's start speaking about you. How did you get started in all of this? How your journey has been? And everything that you have to share in terms of strategies, advice, and everything else. Thank you very much again. Um, please let us know how did you get started in this journey, Christelle? Hi, thank you so much, Diana, for having me. I'm really happy and honored to be here today to share my story with your audience. And thank you for all the listeners that take the time to stop by and listen to our conversation today. My name is Christelle Biga. I'm originally from Cameroon. That's why you hear this beautiful accent. I moved in the U.S., especially in Los Angeles, four and a half years ago to just start a new life, definitely. And funny enough, when I was moving in here, I barely spoke English and I had nobody waiting for me at the airport as friend or family member, none of that. I just made the big jump and I had some like friends, friends or family friends in other states, but because I got my visa in December and I knew it was winter, not familiar with winter because in Cameroon, for those that don't know, it's in Africa, there is no such thing as winter. So it was actually really hot in December when I, was, I got the visa. So winter wasn't an option. <laughs> I went on Google and I checked states in America that have no winter and California was one of them. And then I remembered, oh, California, Los Angeles, Hollywood, huh? Okay, let's go. <laughs> so I made a big jump. Today people are telling me that was a crazy move to come here knowing nobody, but hey, I didn't know. So that was great. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> when I moved in here a um, few, like a year later, I, after I got all my paperwork, I started working at LAX as um, a customer service representative for an airline, but luckily it was a French airline. So my French was a big asset. Even though my English wasn't that good, at least I was speaking French so they could use my French for French passengers in that airline. And in less than a year, I became the manager, the account manager, which never actually happened in the company before. Mm -hmm. And today I understand better why those big things um, happened in my life. And before coming in the U.S., I, in Cameroon, I was hosting the biggest TV show, the, one of the, big, the most heard radio show. All those things happened without me really being qualified for none of them. I had no reason to do all those things. There was no logical reason why I ended up in the biggest, most paid TV show in my country at the time. There was no reason why I ended up in the biggest radio show. There was no reason even when I moved in here to become the manager in less than a year. Mm -hmm. that didn't, all of that didn't make sense. And at the time, I didn't understand what was happening, but we will get a chance to talk about it later during the show. So anyways, Coming to my um, coaching business, how did I leave that corporate job, that you know, interesting career? And as unlike 
many entrepreneurs, I didn't quit my job because I hated it. I didn't quit my job because my, my boss was awful. None of that. I was working in a, an amazing company. I had you know, a bright future. My team loved me and I loved them. I quit because my soul was calling me to do what I'm doing today. I discovered what my calling was in this life. And I had to follow that call. I had to listen to that voice within me, guiding me to follow this path. And that was a big move for me to make because remember, I'm a foreigner in this country. I have no family. I have nobody to rely on if things go sour. So for me to quit my job fully without, I didn't build my business like a side hustle until I was able to replace my paycheck. That was in my journey. I know some people do it that way and I tried, but it was, I was just on a different path. And that's something that is really important to understand. We are all different. We are all on our path. And that's why it's so critical to know yourself and be in connection with yourself enough to know where you are going in life. Not look around you because we all have different paths. We all have our own journey and we have to be ready to own our journey. Even if it doesn't look like anyone else. Even if, you know, people tell you it's crazy, this is the way to do it. Only you is able to know exactly what is the right way for you to do what you decide to do, what you want to do, what you desire to do. And I know it's difficult for people to own that. It's difficult for people because I cannot say it's difficult for people even to know what their path is because I know we all have the answers. And that place of, I really don't know what is my calling in life. I really don't know what I want to do. I really don't know. That I don't know place is just a safety place that we create. Because if I don't know, I don't have to do, right? If I don't know, I have a good excuse to not do it. So my brain will create that story of, I, ha I don't know what to do. I don't know what is my path. I, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. That place of confusion is just a place of fear we are living in because we are too afraid to be who we are. We are too afraid to break the rules. We are too afraid to not fit in the box. We are too afraid to not belong anymore. We are too afraid to be rejected. We are too afraid of so many things. And I was there. I was totally there. Don't, don't think when I, I knew coaching was my calling, it was, okay, let's go, let's do it. It wasn't that easy. It was a tough decision. I had no backup plans. I didn't have the option of, okay, if it doesn't work out, I will go stay with my family until I'm able to get another job. I, had, I didn't have that option. I have only me, myself, and I here. So if it didn't work out, I was in a big, big situation, dramatic place. I would probably be homeless. So I, it wasn't like I had a safety nest for me. Mm -hmm. So it was a huge, scary moment. It was really scary. How did I even know it was my path? Somebody will ask, how did you know? How did you find out that this is what you are here to do? Yeah. When I moved in here, I was, I didn't grow up thinking I would love to be a coach when I grow up. <laughs> I'm from Cameroon over there when I was moving. Maybe now people talk a little bit more about that. But when I was coming here, coaching wasn't a job. It wasn't yes. a thing. We will hear that maybe in movies, you know. Yes, yes. But yeah, but it wasn't a job. It wasn't thing, you know, kids walk around saying I want to be a coach when I grow up. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so, so I didn't, when I was coming here that wasn't my plan I wasn't coming with a dream to become a coach mm -hmm. I was just coming to, to, to do something different I wasn't sure what it was yet mm -hmm. and 
I started doing my personal development journey. Started, you know, working with coaches, reading books, where, you know, full, uh, joining programs, personal development. One of my uh, teachers, I was taking a course in, in college for, to, to improve my English and all of that. She, um, she told me, she spoke about the, the, the movie The Secret in a classroom one day and she was telling us about law of attraction and all that. It didn't make sense for me at the time, but I remember the title of the movie and I said, I'll watch it one day. And I did. So all those things helped me, you know, discover a little bit more about myself, be more connected with who I am. The coaches I was working with, they were really helping me go back to that path of self-discovery. Yes. The journey, the real journey we are here to, to accomplish is going back within. We always look outside, looking forward, thinking this is, I'm going in this direction. But the real journey is really back within. Mm -hmm. Self-discovery and remembering who you really are. Remembering, you know, who you want to be because we grow up conditioned to be a certain way. Whatever you, you are born, maybe your family have a story and you, you, you are born in that story and they share that story with you. That story become your story. But is it really your story or is your family story? Mm -hmm. And it's difficult to, to find the answers. It's difficult to know who you are when everybody's telling you who to be since childhood. Don't see it this way, especially for women. Women don't do this. Women don't talk this way. Women don't do this kind of jobs. Women don't. So everybody's telling you who you need to be in order to be accepted, in order to be loved. That at the end of the day, you don't really remember who you are. You grow up not knowing who you are. You grow up with all those rules that you have in you, all those programmings, all those checklists they gave you in order for you to be good enough. This is what you should do. This is how you should be. So you try your best to fit so that people will not reject you. And sometimes at some point you, you feel like this is not me. This is not how I want to be. This is not who I want to be. But the fear to show up and say enough, I'm, done, I'm not living this way anymore, it's, it's real. It's a real fear. It's a real fear. So it's easier to get busy and not think about it, bury all those feelings and just, but I have bills to pay. But this, I could have used all those excuses, but I'm a foreigner. If, if I lose my, if I quit my job and then my business doesn't work out, how am I going to do? Who is going to do this? When, I could have used that to stay in a safety place, you know, and just justify why I would not listen to that voice within me. Mm -hmm. The voice was there. I knew it. And how did I understand the, the message that voice was giving me? When I was doing all those training, those coachings, those, you know, programs to improve myself, to know more about myself and to break free from my own limiting beliefs and all of that, to discover my purpose in life, I started connecting the dots. I started remembering things mm -hmm. that, you know, from the moment, I from the time I was a little girl, who I was as a, as a, as a, as a person. The things that I forgot growing up, I got stuck in my head. This is what you should do. This is, you know, this is, if you do this, you will be great. People will, be, will praise you, will respect you. I started remembering that little girl that would be walking on the street and just wonder, see a complete stranger, somebody I didn't, I didn't know and I will never probably see again in my life and just stop for a second and wonder, is this person happy? And I'll catch myself like, Krista, what is wrong with you? You don't know this person. Why do you care? 
why do you care if that person is happy? And I'll ask those little, little girls question, does he have friends? Do, do they have people that love them? And it will really be something heavy in my heart, like I really cared. And I will catch myself again, you know, why do you care? You don't know the person, you know how we are programmed. Don't care, you don't know them, it's not your business, man, your own business, right? Mm-hmm. So I will, I, I started remembering those things. And I started remembering me again, even in my 20s, just before going to sleep at night, thinking or, or longing for ways to, to empower people, to just help people, guide people. I just had that feeling that people need guidance. People mm-hmm. need somebody they can follow, they, that can show them the way. And I didn't know what all that meant. And remember, I was in Cameroon, so all that didn't really make sense at the time. So what I was thinking was, maybe if I become a star, I, I will, I, people will hear me. I will have a voice, and from that place of power, I'll be able to guide people for things that will make them happy. I will be able to give them advice and share things with them that will help them be happier. Because for me, little girl, I wanted to see people happy. And I would sleep thinking, okay, maybe if I be, but I don't, I'm not a singer. I'm not, you know, in Hollywood to be an actress, to become that powerful, to have people listening to me around the world. And if I say, this is good, they will listen. Or maybe if I become Oprah, oh, that's a great place to be Oprah, right? Everything Mm -hmm. Oprah says, it's Oprah that said it, so it's true. So, (laughs) So I was like, okay, if I can be like Oprah, and then I would sleep going like, there is only one opera girl. There is only one opera. You can be opera. So yes, yes. So, but I started make all those things started making sense. Yeah. That this is me. Mm-hmm. This is who I am called to be. This is what my soul is longing to do. Mm-hmm. Empower people, guide, guide people in the path of happiness. Help them be happy. Whatever makes them happy. It's not my call to define happiness because that's something else in our society we have things that should fit in the definition of things happiness mm-hmm. should mean something and if you mm-hmm. for you happiness is something different than what my your neighbor thinks you're wrong mm-hmm. you're right so yeah. for me the the thing was i don't care what happiness would mean for somebody i just want to help them i just want to give them tools i just want to guide them in a way where they will find their happiness whatever that looks like for them maybe as an an entrepreneur happiness for them means become a millionaire how can i help them reach that happiness for them i don't really care Mm -hmm. it's not my fault to decide what is happiness right Mm -hmm. so coaching became the, the 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 best way to do that so it made sense for me to become a coach Exactly. I would not mention that, you know, I was always a go-to person. I'm the last one in my family, but every time my brothers or sisters will go through a tough time, they will come to me for some reason. They will expect the last one to have the answers, mm-hmm. to figure it out, to sometimes fight their battles. It didn't make sense, but that's always who I was. People will hope that I have it. I will figure it out for them. My friends, the same. They will come to me, you know, asking questions, hoping that I will figure it out. You know, I will fix it. I will do something about it. So I was always that person. So yeah. coaching definitely was the natural thing that will help me express that part of myself. Allow my soul to express his long-time desire to help mm-hmm. people, to empower people, to guide people on the path of happiness. So I embrace coaching. 
and going full-time was a tough decision yeah that was gonna be my next question how, how was that decision that process it was a tough one because I started doing it part-time I started you know joining programs that would teach me how to build a business and all of that and you know you have people there that will share their story with you right I built my business on the side until I was able to replace my income so I tried that mm -hmm. I really tried and it was tough it was tough not because it's not doable it's not because it's tough itself it was tough for me because it wasn't my path and I want to so I want somebody to hear this it's tough when is not aligned to you. Mm -hmm. it, when it's aligned, what is, when is you are doing, you are following your path, it's easier because the divine part of yourself will do the heavy lifting and it will become easy for you. But it was tough for me because it wasn't my path and I didn't know that yet. I wasn't aligned with myself yet at the time to know exactly that I should just do my, me, my way. So mm -hmm. I tried that and it was so tough and it wasn't working. So I had to quit. I told my manager the first time I'm resigning and he asked me why and I explained, he said, yes, it's great. You want to start your own thing and it's, I really support you on that, but you're not leaving. I don't care how you're going to make it happen. Figure it out. You're the manager, you work with, you, you know, you can play with your hours. Nobody, you're the manager who's going to watch you, right? So figure mm -hmm. it out, but you're not leaving. He refused my resignation. Mm -hmm. So I... But for some reason, from, it, it, it helped me feel better. Because when I had that urge in me to quit, to go full-time, to quit, to go full-time, you know when your soul is calling you to do something, but you're too afraid? Mm -hmm. When I finally did that with my brain screaming how crazy it was, when he said no, it was kind of like a relief. Okay. At least I have an asset. I tried, right? I tried. He said no. It's not my fault. So mm -hmm. let's try it, right? Yeah. And it didn't work out. When I stayed, it became tough. Tough and tough and tough. The, the longer I was staying there, the harder it was becoming on me. And I knew exactly why it was becoming harder. I knew I wasn't supposed to be there anymore. But I was too concerned about what people would think. Because all my colleagues, all my team, they were saying, don't do that. You know, just do it on the side. You know, whatever. It's crazy. And people would put me on the side. Christelle, are you thinking about you doing you see the future you have. You see all the, the potential in the company to grow. Why are you doing this? This is crazy. Don't do that. I was the crazy person in the room. Mm -hmm. So for me to say, I heard you guys, but I'm leaving. It was a tough. I'm a human being, right? Yeah. So it's so hard to go against everyone else's opinion. Mm -hmm. It's so tough to say, Everybody go this way, I go the other way. <laughs> yeah. So that was me at that moment. It didn't make any logical sense mm -hmm. for me to quit all of that and go full-time in a business that actually wasn't even a business yet because I had not mm -hmm. even made $1 yet. I had zero okay. client at the time. So it wasn't yeah. even really a business at yeah. that point <laughs> because yeah. the business to make money, right? So at that point, it wasn't even business. It was something I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But I knew that was a, that was, that's what I wanted to do. So I had to shut all those voices down and just listen to my soul, listen to myself, mm -hmm. listen to the part of me that knew better. That's so what I wasn't seeing yet. That's so what other people are not seeing yet. And I remember, and I always share this, every interview I go, I share this story because it was a powerful moment in my life. 
I was, I remember sitting on my couch in my previous apartment and crying like a baby, asking to myself, Mister, what is wrong with you? What do you want? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you satisfied in, with what you have? Mm-hmm. Your friends admire you, your colleagues, you know, respect you because you became a manager less than a year. People are there for more than five years. So, right. So you have a spot people are dying to have in your family. Can you imagine what a, you will think maybe you went out of your mind or something? What are you thinking? What do you want? And it was tough. And I was crying and I just, but at the end I was like, but I have to do it. I just know, I can't explain why, but I just know this is what I have to do. It doesn't make any sense. My brain doesn't understand this, but I know deep mm-hmm. down that this is what I have to do. Mm-hmm. So I finished my cries and I knew I have to do it. Reach out to the HR and again, she refused my resignation. Mm-hmm. But she offered, <laughs> she offered me something and she said, okay, how about you take a leave of absence, few months, you know, mm-hmm. to set everything up and then you come back. I said, okay. Again, I didn't want to disappoint her. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to disappoint the company that trusted me. Yeah. So on your first job in a foreign country, in less than a year, they give you that huge position. It was a big trust. So mm-hmm. I had that people-pleasing part of me, like, are you really going to disappoint them like that? Let them down when they need you, when they want you to stay? Those are the human conversations happening in our head. And sometimes stop us from doing what we really want to do stop us for from doing the things our soul is calling us to do those conversations i went through all of them all of them mm-hmm. so i was there i, I said okay i'm gonna take that take few months off and you know really focus on my business and then eventually come back mm-hmm. fast forward january i was it was time for me to give a final answer during those months when I was on leave of absence, nothing happened. Zero clients so far, zero dollar coming in, nothing. Mm-hmm. So it was made sense for me to go back to the job, right? It, mm-hmm. That was that made sense. And because I was spending so much money in programs, in in coaches, because yes, coaches have coaches. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was spending so much money. So so much money was going out and nothing coming in on top of my bills and my rent and all of that nothing coming in yet it made logical sense for me to go back Mm -hmm. but what i want to share is that whatever your soul is coming calling you to do doesn't have to make sense Mm -hmm. because the divine part of yourself knows things you don't know yet have answers you don't have yet sees things you don't see yet Mm -hmm. sees the end result the end of the road and you just see where you are standing right here right now you don't see far enough to don't trust yourself to not mm-hmm. trust that part of you that is guiding you leading you to do something and it's important to trust that to not be afraid to not let your brain scare you at the point to quit to give up to not trust yourself and go for the thing that is reasonable for the thing that makes sense for the thing that is safe in those kind of moments, safety is against trust. Means you don't trust yourself enough. You don't trust the universe or God, whatever you believe in. You don't trust enough and you prefer to play it safe. So I didn't go back to work. I, desi- I decided to resign. Mm-hmm. And the day I, when I resent that final email saying that I'm not coming back, that same week I landed my first client. 
Oh. As a, just to say that, did I work harder than I was working the, few, the past few months to get a client? No, I didn't work harder. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Because again, it's not about how hard you work. It's not about how much you know. It's not about how ready you are because those are the conversations people have. But I'm not ready. But I, I need to do this first and then I'll be ready for that. And then I will have the tools and I'll be capable of this. I need to figure these things out. So I have to have all the answers. All my yeah. dogs don't. It doesn't matter how hard you work or yeah. how, you know, how prepared you are. It doesn't really matter. It, 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 what matters is how aligned are you? Mm-hmm. How aligned are you with your soul, with the divine part of yourself to trust mm-hmm. and just follow? That's where the result comes from, from alignment. This is, if you say, this is what I want. Are you aligned to that desire enough or not? If you're mm-hmm. aligned, the result will come without you trying that hard. Mm-hmm. I tried hard for months to do it on my own, my way with my brain and trying all those things. But it was about alignment. And for me, just I needed to, 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 to prove the universe or God that I'm in business. And the moment I really quit, caught all the bridges, let that safety place and just make the big leap of faith. That's really a leap of faith. Not knowing what was going to happen, not knowing how I was going to do it something happened at that moment something happened that's amazing that's so beautiful especially because in these times you know like online we see so many you know like coaches or many influential people that we know that they got there as part of their own, you know, story, their own before resources, whatever they have done, their own talents, expertise. And we very usual, we very typically, we tend to believe that we have to also get there because those are the examples that we have, right? That we want to become that person or that leader. But that is a lie. We don't have to become any person that is um, out there. We just have to become aligned, as you said, with our own self-guidance, uh, with our own self-awareness of what is what we are called to do and be happy with whatever, um, you know, outcome uh, comes. I think that is interesting how you say that at the moment that we are open, you know, to trust that everything that is happening is, is part of what is supposed to be happening, not the actual, you know, desire that we have for, I want this and I want that. I read one day that the, the way that you can know that you don't need what you want is that if you don't have it right now, is because you don't need it, you know? At every single moment, we are having exactly what we need. So it's beautiful to embrace every single thing that comes to our path and still being aligned to listen to what is the path, to what is what, you know, like we are called to do and be happy with the, with the, the actual journey that we are having. So you're a complete example of that. It's an absolutely incredible story. I admire you so much because I know how it is to go to another country. I mean, you know, a, a little bit of lack of skills in the language. This is my case, at least. So you have been, you know, like a warrior 
and you've done it so beautifully in your own journey, finding yourself, your self-awareness, and what is more beautiful is that now you became uh, more like, you know, like a self um, enlightened with that, this type of um, uh, understanding of how is that the life works in this sense, and now you want to help others to discover the same possibilities that you had that are open for anybody else so i um i really admire you for all of that i understand that you're you're also even a polish writer so i'd like to know a little bit about your method the excel activation what is that about and about your book please let us know Okay, well, it's not really a book. It's um, mm-hmm. I wrote in a, in a in a magazine, so that's oh, okay. not an author yet. But I love what you shared about you know looking about uh, looking at other coaches. If we talk, we talk about coaching because that's really my expertise. I work with coaches. Yeah, looking at what other coaches do and aiming to do the same. Yeah, it's great to have models. It's really beautiful to have something to look up to. Mm-hmm. And to try to calibrate to. I call that, you know, mm-hmm. it's not really me that made up the word, but it's called calibration, to calibrate yourself to someone that is where you want to be. There's nothing wrong about it. Now, the, 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 the struggle starts when you can't figure out a way to do it your way. Yeah. The struggle starts when you want to do it their way. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's normal, actually, in the world we live in to get lost into that because how many times have we heard this is the way to do it? If you yes. want to get there, this yes. is the way. This exactly. Is, this is how I got there. So if you want to get there, you do it this way. Yes, I don't like that because it's that's not, yes. where the problem starts. And yes. I struggle with that a yes. lot. I paid so much money for great programs with great coaches that I didn't understand why it wasn't working for me. It didn't make sense. I was doing what they were asking me to do. <laughs> That's the reason, yes. Yeah, they told me if you do it this way, it's going to work. There's no reason why it wouldn't. And it <laughs> yes. wasn't working. It uh-huh. wasn't. And I didn't understand why. It didn't make sense. And what happens in those moments is that you get you get started with the self-hate and you don't feel good enough. Mm-hmm. Because you keep asking yourself, what is wrong with me? It's mm-hmm. what other people. Why not me? Why can't I get it right? Why maybe I should do more? That mm-hmm. means I am not good enough. I am not smart enough. I didn't work hard enough. I didn't try hard enough. You start beating yourself up, hating yourself, and the feeling of not being good enough keeps growing. Mm-hmm. Because we all have that little voice in us that makes us feel good, not good enough because of all the judgments that we have built in us for years and from the moment we're born, things making us feel like, we are not good enough. We, you want to do something? No, it's not the right way. What does what does that what does that say about you? You don't know better. You are not good enough. Mm-hmm. So this is my idea. It's crazy. Meaning what? You have crazy ideas. You are not good enough. You are not smart enough. What are you thinking? So we always have those things coming at us, making us feel like we don't know better. We are not good enough. We should be better. We should be different. We should be this or that. And it's painful because we feel like the way we are, the person we are is not good enough. So mm-hmm. therefore we don't deserve what we want. We don't deserve the result we want in our business. We don't deserve that until we become good enough. We don't deserve that until we work hard enough. 
We don't deserve that until we try hard enough. We don't deserve that until something happens because right now we are not good enough for that. We don't deserve it yet. Mm -hmm. And that's a terrible conversation. That's a terrible place to live because that's a big lie. I'm sorry, it's not true. Whatever I desire, whatever you desire, whatever goal you have, the moment you say, this is what I want, it's given to you. It's given. Because what you want exists, right? It already exists. You're not making something up. If you say, I want a new client, do they have, is there a client out there? Yes, there are clients. So you're not asking something impossible. Oh, I want uh, an extra $5,000 this month in my business. It's possible. Is there money out there? Yes, there is money out there. Mm -hmm. So the moment you ask, it's given. It's granted. Yes. But why are you not seeing it? You will ask me. Why is it not in my bank account? Why I don't have that client? Why I don't see it if you say it's there, it's given. Given by who? You have it. But are you seeing it? Are you in a place to see it? Are you in a place to grab it? Are you in a place to touch it, to feel it, to smell it? Mm -hmm. It's about you now. Are you the person that has it? Are you the person that actually touch it with your two hands? It's given. You have to come from that place because that's where trust comes from. Knowing that whatever I want, I have it. Mm -hmm. Not after we become a better person. Not because that's self-hate. If you think it's personal development, it's a self-hate conversation. You are telling yourself, I'm not good enough right now. I have to become better. That's a self-hate conversation. What is wrong with me? No, there's nothing wrong with you. You are not broken. You are good enough. So if you ask, don't think right now, I'm not good enough to have it. I have to become it. No, that's, that's a self-hate conversation. And it's time to quit that conversation. We have to come back to, an, to, a, to the powerful place of knowing that I am good enough for everything I want. I am good enough for anything, whatever it looks like. No one will deserve it more than I do. But they have it because they work harder than I did. They are doing it because they started a business 10 years before me. Those are just stories. It's not, it doesn't matter how long. Do we know in this planet, people that became billionaires before they even knew how to count properly? The, mm -hmm. the people that created Snapchat, they, they became billionaires, they were not even 25 years old. Mm -hmm. But, is it a normal story you hear? Who tells you that is possible? The people will tell you it takes a long time to become a millionaire. It takes hard work. It takes that. It takes that. You have examples that it doesn't, doesn't, you don't need to be 80 years old to become a millionaire, whatever, you know? You have all those examples. And if you don't go on YouTube, type it, you will find people that do things that right now, somebody's telling you you're not good enough to have it because you haven't worked hard enough. You haven't waited long enough. It takes time. It doesn't take nothing. It takes alignment. Mm -hmm. And that's why I will talk about my, uh, you asked me about my Excel activation method. It's just for you. It's a, a method I use to help people reconnect with that truth. Mm -hmm. That's, it, it, it excels you because you have to remember that you are good enough. You have to remember that you have to pow the power to create anything you want. So you have to remember that you deserve everything you want and leave the self-hate conversation. And that's what I do in the session. Help you get rid of those lies that are ruling your life right now. Until, until you come back to that place of knowing that you are good enough right now. 
Do you have to do something? Yes, you do have to do something. But you don't do things from a place of self-hate that because I'm not good enough right now, that's why I need to do more. No, you are doing things because those are the aligned actions you need to take. Mm -hmm. For example, when you finish the Excel activation session with me, what you, you are now from a place of power that, okay, this is my goal, right? From where I am right now, I know I am good enough for that goal. So who am I? Because it's about alignment. It's not how hard do I need to work? How long do I have to wait? That's the wrong conversation. Who do I need to be in order for me to see that? Because it's done. It's given to me. I have it. Who is the person that has it? For example, if let's say I want an extra 5000 Okay, who is the person that has an extra 5000 in her bank account right now from her business? How do I show up online? What do I say in my post? How, what do I write in my emails? Whatever your, your strategy is. What actually, what strategy do I use? And then you start using that strategy, meaning you're already aligning to that image of yourself. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you hear people tell you, oh, but I'm doing it right now because that's what will get me there. But, but if I, after I get there, I'll not do that anymore. That means you are not aligned to that goal. Why are you doing that? If you have that goal achieved, you are not going to do that, right? Then stop doing it now. That's alignment. Mm -hmm. become that person start applying the strategies in your business that you will apply at the moment you reach that goal don't wait until it happens when i will have it then i will do that that's not alignment that's coming from i'm not sure i'm going to have it i'm not sure it's going to happen but if it happens i will then i will do that that's not trust you align to that goal because you know it's done you know you are ready for that you are know you know you are worthy of it you know you are good enough to have it so you start showing up that way and after the session, you know exactly what's your next move. Because, for example, you can be online, Facebook, scrolling on your news feed or listening to a podcast. You will hear somebody and your, your, your soul will call you to reach out to that person, to work with that person. You will have the power to take those kind of decisions because you trust yourself enough. You will trust yourself because you will have left the conversation of self-hate. I don't trust my decisions because I'm not smart enough. I don't trust my decisions because what if I'm wrong? It was, you, you can't be wrong. If it's so late, if you, you, you learn to listen to that, and everybody knows the voice of their soul. How many times you wanted to go out, you, wanted, you decided, you thought of thinking, taking an umbrella and you were like, but it's sunny outside. Why do I need an umbrella for? And then you go out, an hour later it starts raining. And then you remember, oh, but I, I thought of thinking an umbrella, but it didn't make sense. Now it's raining. Now you start trusting yourself. You start trusting. Every time you know, okay, this is what I want to do for my business, you trust yourself enough to make that decision, make that move, even if it doesn't make sense. Even if it looks on the outside and you want to take an umbrella, it doesn't matter. Even if anybody's asking you, where are you going with an umbrella when it's sunny? Who does that? This is what everybody's doing in business now. This is what everybody's doing online now. This is how everybody's promoting now. Why are you doing this this way? You are doing it the way that you're the divine part of yourself that you learn to trust, that you embrace, that you align with is leading you to do because mm -hmm. it's your path. It's your business. It's time to do it your way. But do you trust yourself enough to know that your way works or do you think the other people know better what will work for you? 
Okay. When you find a coach, and that's why I work with coaches, you, the, the job, our jobs at, as coaches is not to tell people what to do. It's to create space for them to find their path, to find their ways. I don't care what you teach. I don't care what you coach people on. Whatever your, 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 your talent is, your skill is, your expertise is, you allow people to use what you show them and use it their way. And it's okay. It's perfectly fine. If you teach Facebook strategy, I don't know, I just take an example. You teach people how to go live on Facebook to get clients. You allow them to find their own rhythm on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Don't put them in a schedule of you have to go live for 365 days in order to make it happen. If they hate every moment of it, it's not going to work. It doesn't matter if you work for 10,000 people and not for them. It will not work. If every minute they show up on Facebook, their whole being is like, I hate doing this. People will feel that energy and that strategy will not work. And it will burn out and frustrated and feel more not good enough. So it's important to allow people to find their own rhythm, to find who they are and be okay with who they are. That's what I do in those uh, uh, strategies, uh, session, Excel activation session, for you to really remember that you are good enough right now. And whatever you want, honor it, love yourself to the point to trust that this, if I want to do it this way, it's okay if it doesn't look like everyone else. It's mm -hmm. okay if everyone else is doing differently. I trust myself and I know I'm, I can't be wrong. I can't get it right, wrong. My soul can lead me to the wrong path. Even if the results you see doesn't look like the picture you had and it looks like it's a mistake, it looks like you made the wrong decision, there is yes. no such thing. There is no such thing. Yes, it's an illusion. One day, one day you will look back and be like, that was actually a good thing it happened because if it didn't, I would not be here. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So you have to trust yourself at that level. You have to be in your power enough to know that every time you want to do something, you are ready for it. Even if it doesn't look like you're ready, even if you don't feel like you got all the training. Now, let me share something. In February, I decided to add speaking in my business. And I didn't know how to do that. I went on Google. So, and every time I was searching, I had, wasn't ready for that. I didn't have a website. I didn't have a signature talk. I didn't even know what a signature talk until I started searching on, on Google. I didn't have a video to showcase my, I have nothing. I had nothing. So I couldn't, right? Logically, I had to prepare. I had to have all those things. I, have, I had to go, you know, have the website and all those things in order to now start thinking of getting on stage and speaking. But because I know better, because I do this work, I knew it doesn't matter how prepared I am, how, you know, I had to become that person. It's about alignment. It sounds crazy like that, but it's about alignment. The moment you align to the desire you have, you know the right decision to me. You know your next move. You know the next aligned action. And when I started embracing that, and I will remind myself that I'm a speaker now. Now that I'm a speaker, what do I do? I didn't come from a place of how do I become a speaker? No. Now that I'm a speaker, now that I have that goal that I want to achieve, now that I make this money in my business, now that I have those many clients, how do I show up? What do I do? And then you know the aligned actions to take. Mm. A few days later, Scrolling on my newsfeed, I saw a video of a lady that teaches, you know, how to get on stage. I felt called to sign up. She had a four weeks program. It was in February, remember? She, right before we got into the lockdown, right? 
So I joined her program a few days after. I didn't even complete the first workbook yet. I haven't even, I didn't even do it properly yet. I landed my first speaking live event mm. just by saying, signing, just following, the, taking the aligned action mm-hmm. to sign up for that program. I didn't finish the program and then say, okay, now I'm prepared. Now I'm ready. Now I know better. Now I can apply. No, I started applying because I was already a speaker before even taking the, the decision to sign up with her. I just took the aligned action and the universe followed. I landed my first speaking opportunity in a live event. I didn't even have a topic yet. I didn't have a title for my signature talk yet. Yes. It doesn't matter how prepared or ready you think you are or you are not. How aligned are you? That's the question. Mm-hmm. That's, what I, that's the place I take people to in those sessions. If, I don't know if that answers your question. But mm-hmm. those are the things that I share with passion because I live those things. I experienced those things. I live from that place. For me, it's not a concept that I just learned. Mm-hmm. That's my path I'm working on. And mm-hmm. I just take people on that path. People that, that are ready for that, those are the people that I invite to follow me. Not because I have, I have it all figured out, but I'm working that path. Every day, I make sure I live in alignment. I make aligned decisions in my, in my business. And I trust myself more and more and more. I align more and more and more to the divine part of myself because... We fail to realize, and I'm not speaking from a religious perspective. I'm not religious at all. I'm just sharing. And the divine is the only word that I know. I don't know if there is another one. Mm-hmm. But we are 100% human. We're 100% divine. And until we embrace both parts, we will be struggling. Until we embrace the fact that there is something, there is a part of me that knows the direction. There is a part of me that know the next aligned action to take. There is a part of me that knows, and that is the part of you that will tell you to take an umbrella when it's sunny outside. You just have to learn to trust it. It's not something like magical or miracle. And we are disconnected from that part of us. We are more connected to the outside world, listening to what everyone else is saying, looking at what everyone else is doing, and we forget to look back within to find out what we really want to do, where we really want to go, how we really want to do it. And, we don't, and even when we have that voice telling us, we don't trust that. Mm-hmm. We don't think we are good enough for that. And, those are, and that's the place I take back people during that Excel activation session for them to be able to go out and excel in their business. Wow, such an inspirational story. It's absolutely beautiful. And it's, of course, it's so aligned with your own path, your own life. And that is uh, the best, you know, way to, in my opinion, transmit um, wisdom or guidance when you have walked also the path, when you have experienced yourself, these Mm -hmm. realizations, and you have proven that it's, it's, um, it's, the best way for people to uh, start realizing of their true nature, right? They, they true path, they true discovery, um, because you've done it yourself. So it's um, amazing the journey that you've been through. I feel super, super inspired and super thankful, very grateful that you uh, were able to open up and explain us how you have done it. It's incredible. Um, it's always, as I said, very inspiring. And the purpose of the podcast is always also offered, of course, this type of inspiration from real women, real cases, 
real solutions, real strategies, real examples of, um, uh, mm. you know, overcoming challenges, situations, difficulties, and that's how you're a perfect example of that. So um, this method, the Excel activation, I'm pretty sure that is, um, is so relatable with every single human. And even if the person is in a regular job, even if the person is in the business side, like for anybody that wants to overcome any type of situation, I would say this is the, the way to do it, the right tool, the Excel activation, because with the Excel activation, we understand how every single thing that we see that we are conditioned is actually created inside. So once we start working with that, with the Excel activation and, you know, discover that, then things as a consequence start getting, or we perceive them different outside and we discover, we realize that uh, it's the self-hate, the self-judgment, what kind of puts the limits there for us. So um, discovering that is such a beautiful, um, you know, opportunity and thing. Uh, so thank you very much for, been able to share this uh, has it has been so enlightening for me and for anybody who is uh, listening i'm pretty sure we feel so inspired by your story i love love the episodes where there is a love of you know the life the, the your actual life your actual journey your actual examples the, the things that happen in your journey I, I feel super fascinated with the stories you know like the actual story so I'm super grateful that you were able to explain that and uh, another example right there of how somebody can go, you know, different in different paths. It doesn't have to be just that specific model or whatever people is saying that we are supposed to be doing. No, it can be anything. Another thing that I want to highlight mm -hmm. about that I'm very impressed and that I love a lot is how you explain that we don't necessarily have to be an expert in something, you know, or like to have certain specific um, characteristics or qualification to deserve this or that. So because we're comparing ourselves, usually there are standards. It's like you have to have this following, you have to have these, you know, these years of experience, you have to demonstrate this, you have to demonstrate this expertise in this way. You have to be apply these methods, these strategies that that is overwhelming. And I don't think that that is the right uh, thing. And you explain it in a very beautiful way in the sense that there is not an actual thing that is there secretly waiting for you, you know, in the sense that you have to apply and, or method. No, the life unfolds right there in the perfect way. It's kind of like the other way around. There is not an actual thing that you have to comply with to deserve this or that. So I'm, I'm very, uh, I think that this is the principle for happiness, actually. So that's why I'm super glad that you explain this in, in that way and also with your own example, how we don't need to be attached to those requirements to deserve beings. And I, I, the reason why I feel so aligned with that is because in my own life, that's what I've experienced. Mm -hmm. I have many situations in which actually I felt, I feel that if I do this, I 
like the crazy things, right? Like for example, I can jump from industrial engineering to civil engineering and uh, in the normal world, that doesn't make sense, but I did it. So anyways, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of like a thing that it doesn't make sense, you know, like in the brain, it's kind of like, no, no, that, that is not possible to do even in a country like this, but it happened to me. I ended up working at some point in civil engineering when I didn't know anything about civil engineering, but I did it. So those are the type of stories that are so inspiring because they are real and that demonstrate that the life doesn't go in that way that we think. So when we have those examples, we kind of like wake up and say, yes. So then there is something else for me there that I am maybe missing that I think that I have to comply with these requirements, but it's not true. Thank you very much for giving us those examples. And please let us know what are the projects that you're working on right now, if you have any, you know, like anything that you're creating uh, behind the scenes or um, also how can people get a hold of you? Awesome. Thank you so much. I just want to thank you again for, for having me here to allow me to share my story. And it's always so powerful to, to be able to share your story with people because I believe we all have a story mm-hmm. and when we share our stories we empower other people so it's yeah. always a pleasure and an honor to be able to share my story just to say and I know I'm not I'm not that special so if if I can do it basically anybody can do it right yeah. just not to say what we always hear but that's that's true you just have to decide. So if somebody wants to get in contact with me, the easiest and fastest way is definitely to hit me up on Facebook, on my messenger, just say hi, let's start a conversation. Mm-hmm. And right now what I'm offering, I still have uh, for the, the Excel activations, I just have few spots left for um, this coming month. So I will, for the listeners for your, of your podcast, I'll do something special. I will give them 30 minutes free uh, consultation to see if they qualify to be uh, in the next round of Excel activation mm-hmm. members. And we will go from there. But that's the main thing I'm working on right now, which really have people experience that. That's exper- And I create a VIP experience for them, which is four-hour session mm-hmm. to really go deep dive and clear mm-hmm. all those um, limiting beliefs change rewrite those stories that you know limit us keep us stuck keep us struggling what we shouldn't struggle when it shouldn't be that hard it should be easy and i know better because things have happened so easily for me every time i was aligned that i know how powerful it is so that vip experience will really help dig deep dive into all of that clear that and empower you put you back in the space where you show up always knowing exactly we which coach to work with which strategy and we always know those answers but what happens is that we are not in empowerment in we are not empowered enough to trust and take those decisions mm-hmm. those are the things we work on during the vip session so if you're interested to experience that i will have few spots for the next month and for the listeners i'll offer 30 minutes free session to consult to make sure that this is the right fit for you. We are a good match and this is definitely going to help you. So that's what I'm ha- I have to offer. 
Thank you very much, Christelle. It's been such an amazing experience. I've had so much fun listening to your story as I explain. I always appreciate a lot. I don't know if anybody has different, you know, things that resonate a lot. In my own experience, I resonate a lot more when I don't learn necessarily methods. Even when I'm, my mind is a little bit like rational because I'm an engineer, I, I like to see methods and strategies. But I feel also super inspired with stories, you know, more than with methods. So with the stories, I think that you can learn so much. And I'm super grateful that you um, share your story, your amazing story today with us. Thank you again. Um, before we go, I'd like to be able to uh, read quickly here one of the reviews that we've been getting in the show. I get very excited because, you know, like when you're growing something and people is starting to show their love, you just want to share that. So I feel, um, yes, I, I feel very, very uh, thankful for people who, that make some reviews. Um, some of the reviews that we have, thank you for creating an awesome listen. You're inviting and welcome energy makes your podcast even more exciting to dive into. Devin Rosillo, I really very thankful. I received some like different, you know, reviews. Uh, and I like to show this um, because this is a video also um, format. Um, I like to show it and say thank you very much. And Please help me to grow the podcast. Leave a review, rate the podcast if you like this episode. It's all available in the links below. And this is the best way that we have to make a social impact together, to help each other, to collaborate each other. So it's always amazing. And I'm super grateful for all the listeners and for anybody who is interested in their own self. Uh, discovery. So I love this. Thank you very much, Christelle. And I, before we go, I like to say, do you have any other, you know, additional thing that you'd like to add, or do you feel that there is anything else that you'd like to, that I'm missing, maybe to ask you? I think we we covered pretty much anything. It was a great interview. Mm -hmm. Then I really appreciate you having me on your platform. Mm -hmm. And all I can say before we leave is just that, just remember that you are enough. You are enough. And even if you heard that before, I just want you to to look at yourself in the mirror and just mm -hmm. say to yourself, "You are enough." And I trust you. I trust you, and I. And I know within me, I have the answers. And I'm ready to embrace that part of me that knows. That part of me, I want to trust that voice in me that will lead me to make decisions in my business, in my life, in any area. I want to start that journey of listening to me first, shutting down the external noise, and going back within to get the answer, to know that this is the direction. This is the next step. This is the best strategy. This is the best coach. This is, that voice will always lead you to the right direction. You just have to start trusting yourself because that voice is within you. So just do that little exercise. Look yourself into the mirror and say, whatever your name is, Christelle, you are enough. And I trust you. I trust that you know the answers. I, tr I trust that you know the next step. I trust that you know the end result. I trust you. Even when it looks crazy, I trust you. Even if it doesn't make sense, I trust you. 
even if everyone else says differently, I trust you. And I'm ready to start this new life today with you. I'm ready to start back from scratch. So thank you so much, Diana, for having me. Thank you very much. And yeah, I hope that you have a great, you know, experience coming ahead with all your projects and your um, group. And uh, I am, are you like planning to write a book at some point? Yes, yes. I'm actually in a, in a project of writing a book that will come out in January. So stay tuned. I'll, I'll share yes, that. Yes, for sure. We have to keep, uh, you know, connected to help you to promote your amazing book. It's such an amazing experience. Like, you know, writing a book is such a beautiful process. And sharing that with the world is an act of, you know, like being able to share you know your knowledge your experience is an art of compassion i guess with people so yeah. it's uh it's very beautiful and i totally help you to promote your book thank you for sharing your story today with us thank you so much thank you for having me thank you and see you in the next episode bye for now